Welcome to a new episode of Hot Marriage Cool Parents. Hello, hello. I'm Jamie Otis Hainer. And I'm Douglas Hainer. And this is our son, Hendrix Hainer. I don't know that you can see him. Of course you can't because you're podcasting, but we're yeah. also simultaneously recording a YouTube video. You'll so, probably hear Hendrix at some point. Yeah. So if, if you want to see Hendrix in his cute little orange pumpkin getup, then you can see it on our Hot Marriage Cool Parents YouTube page. This podcast and YouTube was like highly sought after, which is why I went for it. And I almost immediately regretted it because, <laughs> whew. What is it? It's the assumptions, Doug. What yes. do you mean, what is it? You know, I think there's not that many couples out there that really put all of themselves out in the open. And I feel like when you get a glimpse of people through a podcast, through a TV show, through YouTube, you get just a glimpse and a lot of assumptions can be made from those glimpses. And I feel like social media is full of assumptions. It really is. And I actually wasn't aware of how many assumptions assumptions people had about us, Doug. Like after season one, episode one, there were millions of assumptions about you. Yes. And it's just funny. So now we're going to be completely open and honest, as we always have been. I haven't seen the assumptions. Jamie threw it out on her social media page. So we're going to get into that and read them. But first, we always love to give our friends a shout out, especially those that leave a five-star review. And this one comes from Catherine ZM, who writes... I've been a fan of you guys for a while, but recently discovered your podcast. I'm new to the podcast game. I look forward to a new episode every week. In the meantime, I've been going back and listening to some older ones. I love the variety you offer every episode. You always bring me laughs and I can relate to you both on many levels. I had a second son in March, so it's been comforting following along and having a family we can relate to throughout this crazy time between COVID, postpartum anxiety, figuring out life with two kids, etc., As a fellow WVU grad, I especially love this episode, too. Thanks for always keeping it interesting and raw. You guys truly make my week. That is so sweet. Yeah, I wanted to read that one, even though it was long. I always love when people find our podcast. Before we started this podcast, I never listened to podcasts. I would just kind of like watch some podcast videos on YouTube I listen to a lot of podcasts. I love podcasts. As a matter of fact, I'm going to give a shout out to a couple of my faves. Crime Junkies is great. Actually, Serial will probably always be my all-time favorite. Are you Serial? (laughs) If you haven't listened to the podcast Serial, you have to, have to, have to listen to it. It And then you will have to, have to, have to get home security because you will be frightened. No, it's not that kind of Serial. (laughs) Well, it kind of is, but not really. But anyways, without further ado, let's get to these assumptions. Yes, because that's what what, everybody's here for. Yeah, everyone's waiting to hear these assumptions. And so here we go, Hendrix. You ready, homeboy? I mean, like I said, there are so many assumptions. And what we didn't have a chance to tell you guys on the podcast, we did an intro for the YouTube page. So we've already told everybody on the YouTube. But for those of you guys listening on the podcast, 
we got so many amazing assumptions. Like, for example, JP Coleman 66 said, such love, just letting you guys know you're my favorite married at first sight couple. And then Flamingo 2424 says, I assume that you're the sweetest couple family around. I mean, there's so many sweet Sweet ones. But I love flamingos. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Gracie does too. Actually, now that we're down in Sarasota, there is a jungle gardens, I think, where you can actually hand feed flamingos. And I want Gracie to do that because she would love it if she actually does it. Yeah. Have you ever seen a flamingo up close though? Yeah. They're a little intimidating. You think so? Yeah. They have really big mouths. Oh, okay. Do you know why they're pink? No. Because of the food that they eat. What do they eat? They are normally white, but because of their diet, they eat a lot of shrimp and they eat a lot of sea life that is pink. That's what gives them their pink color. You learn something new every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Okay, so on to the assumptions. Right as we get started, little Hendrix boy, do you have something to say, Hendrix? Good job. He has something he has to say. <laughs> I think he's getting tired. Yeah, his eyes are getting red. Yeah, he's getting sleepy. It's a little past his bedtime, yeah. but he wasn't falling asleep, so... I think I, he'll go to sleep now. You think so? Should we put him over in this bouncer real fast? Pause the podcast? Yeah. All right, we're back, and I have a glass of wine and a baby about to go to sleep, so I can drink my glass of wine. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Does Jamie do anything for Doug? He is so caring. M-G-A-T-C-A-T. Honestly. Thanks, Mom. Just kidding. <laughs> No, that one I circled on purpose because even though it's kind of hurtful to me, of course, it kind of like opened my eyes a little bit. Like I feel like you do an awful lot for our family and for us and for me in particular. I hope I show my appreciation and I hope that I... Well, you're a busy gal. I know, but still, like, like you're a busy guy. Like yeah. We're busy together and I feel like I don't really do an awful lot for you. Like what do I do for you? Uh, well, I mean, we've been super busy, so it's hard to do things for each other, but... Well, one thing that I do is all your laundry. Like, you've never had it. Well, you did start the laundry today, but... <laughs> the one thing that I did for you? <laughs> I don't know. To... We could think of something. Yeah, I can think of a lot of things that I do for you. Yeah. What, Dougie? The fact that you can't say anything right now is, like, going to make me cry. Seriously. Like, do you feel like I don't do a lot for you? No, I feel appreciated by you. Do you really? Yeah. Yeah, I really do. You take care of the kids. You step up at night when you're breastfeeding. But what do you, I do for you? Other than I do let you sleep. Sometimes, yeah. But you love me. You care for me. I mean, I wish that you would touch me more and hug me and kiss me more. Oh, okay. You know, but yeah, see, you. that's nice. I love you too. <laughs> well, you could touch me more and yeah. hug and kiss me more. <laughs> okay. so Don't anyways. turn this around. Okay, I won't. <laughs> Sorry, point taken. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of anything off the top of my head. That I do for you? Like in the recent times. But Me I mean, either. it's like, I feel like that's like normal things, you know, like we do a lot for each other. So it seems like it's just part of the normal day. That's why you can't think of anything because we do stuff for each other all day. But it's like what we've always done for each other. I feel like our whole life is at least my whole life is centered around our kids right now. Yeah. Like I am literally nursing a baby, changing a baby's diaper. Like I'm not sure that you changed one diaper today and today's a Saturday. Yeah, I changed two of Hendrix's diapers. Okay. So you did. But like <laughs> sometimes I'm the only one that changes all the diapers, feeds him, puts him to sleep. Well, I can't feed him. 
I know. Well, I know. So that's why. <laughs> What's well, the next assumption? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I think I got hung up on that one because clearly <laughs> I have guilt about it. Like, I feel like it's kind of true. Like, what do I do for you other than take care of your kids? But like, that doesn't count. Yeah. I need to do more for you. And so okay. I can just thank you, M-G-A-T-C-A-T, M-Gat-Cat, yeah. <laughs> because like, it kind of opened my eyes to that. And I'm sure you didn't mean it in a mean way, but it kind of hurts because like I want to do more for you because I love you so much. Yeah, I think we should both do more for each other. Yeah, but I think I should do more for you first. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And the next one is Jenny Nestler, and it's the complete opposite. It's you're super in love and laugh all the time. And it's funny because we obviously we're super in love. Like I yeah, really love you. I love you. But the thing is, is that we don't laugh all the time, do we? Yeah. We do laugh a lot. My favorite thing that you do to me or for me is make me laugh. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I get really stressed and yeah. I'll be like, please just tell me your stupid corny jokes so I can laugh. <laughs> but they're really good. Yeah, they're actually really good. That's what I meant. And then someone else, Moni1120 says, I assume people recognize you immediately wherever you go. Is that true? More so me, I think. Definitely more so Doug. Everybody I, recognizes Doug. Yeah. I think I have a very recognizable face. Yes, you do. And you're also super tall. So yeah, when people... That too. Yeah, you kind of stick out. But yeah. we went to a restaurant for the first time since COVID hit. No joke. I mean, we haven't been to a restaurant like since I was like the early days pregnant. Yeah. Not even like since before Hendrix. And um, we went to a restaurant the other day and they have it super safe where like, every other table is being sat. And the waiters are, of course, wearing their masks and whatnot. So we felt safe and we just needed to get out of the house. First of all, there's no yeah. furniture here. Second of all, we don't even really have food <laughs> here. So we've been living off of fast food for the most part, to be very honest. Fast food and thrift stores. Yeah, it's true. But um, so we went to a sit-down restaurant for the first time and everybody in the area knew who we were. Yeah. One lady goes, I don't know if you guys yeah. have been told this before, but you remind me, do you guys watch Married at First Sight? Because you remind me so much of this one couple. And uh, we, were, we just let her we just go. Kept, like, yeah, just kept going. <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt her. I felt rude. And then the next table up was just like, I knew it. Yeah. The mom, the mom wanted a picture. And yeah. What's was, interesting cute. is that if they hadn't said anything, we would have never known that mm -mm. they recognized us, yeah. um, which always bums me out because, of course, we were like, you guys want to get a picture? And so we got a picture with each of them. <laughs> and I got recognized twice with a mask on. You did? Yeah. That's That's something. pretty awesome. I feel like people recognize me and they don't come to say hello because maybe I am not approachable and that really also breaks my heart. I'm feeling very sensitive right now. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, that's not who I want to be. Like, I hope I seem approachable and if someone sees yeah. me, they feel comfortable to say hello. I think everybody that's come up to you has said thank you. Like, you've helped them with yeah. your words and everything. That's I true. do want to tell a, a very quick story. And I don't think that we mentioned it before, but I've definitely said it before in public. Jamie got me the greatest birthday gift ever. My pre-baby bucket list was to go and swim with a great white shark, go to Africa on a safari. So she set all of that up. And we're down in probably one of the most remote parts of South Africa. We're like, legit, we stayed in a village that you had to drive 10 minutes through a one-lane dirt road to get to this shloo-shlooey hut, <laughs> which was just out in the middle of nowhere. Like, you couldn't see or hear anybody outside. And so we leave there, and all of a sudden, I was like, you know what? I've never seen a giraffe lay down. And all of a sudden, we're driving down the road, and lo and behold, there's a giraffe that is laying down. 
We get out of the car. Jamie's trying to make giraffe noises as I film and, I and take pictures. And all of a sudden, this car screeches off to the side. I was wondering where you were going with this. <laughs> screeches over to the side. We're in South Africa. There's like nobody around anywhere. And out the window, we hear, are you Jamie and Doug from Married at First Sight? It's true. Like South Africa in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, we were like, wow, hi. I'm yeah. so surprised right now. Like that, that was that was a couple from Detroit. I remember that. Yeah, that was honestly the most shocking time that we were ever recognized. I would have never expected us to be recognized in South Africa. But yeah. um, turns out there's actually a lot of people who are fans of Married at First Sight. And yeah. so, even people that don't speak English. Yeah. And actually even reading these assumptions, there was two people, one from Spain and one from France who said they saw our season, started following me and um, <laughs> it was dubbed in you know their language. Okay, so anyways, Misa.96, she says, always assumed you guys are rich. This is by and large like next to us being so nice and sweet, which we love you guys for that. Yeah. This was probably the next top assumption. So people think we are loaded. Yeah. I they th think I'm, we are just loaded with the dough. I think that, as we sit yeah. on our mattress on, on the, the floor. floor. <laughs> I think that we anybody on TV, you always assume that like they got paid a ton for episodes that they've been on. I have when, to get. I have to like honestly break though, the news. We're not loaded, loaded, but we are. We have been smart with. We yeah. haven't really spent a lot, and the things that we have are. You know, like this is obviously the biggest purchase that we've ever done besides our actual house in New Jersey. Yeah. And, um, you know, we we saved for this. We sacrificed a lot for this and we're making it work, but we're not like loaded, loaded. Like I still have my job. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you're ruining a future assumption oh. by saying that. Uh, no. So first, I want to like kind of unpack all of that. So first of all, because especially because this is the most common assumption is that we're rich. Just so you know, reality TV stars are not rich. Maybe if you're like the Real Housewives because you or are- Or Jersey Shore show. Not even them though. Like they've they been probably, on like, if you've been on like five or six seasons like in a row, that's when you start to make a lot of money. Yeah, but not really. Honestly, like it's not like you make a lot of money off of reality TV. So, okay, first things first, I have to tell you, if you watch The Bachelor, you get paid $0. I was on The Bachelor and you don't get paid at all to be on that show. And you would think all of them are like loaded when they come off, but they're not. And same thing for Married at First Sight. I'm just going to be very, very honest right here and right now and tell you how much we got paid for our season of Married at First Sight. Yeah. We got paid $15,000. And that sounds like a lot of money at first, but $15,000 is not anything to live on. Like it's like a drop in the bucket of like what you need yeah. to like live on and whatnot. It was a per episode rate. No, it wasn't. wasn't 15,000 per episode? What are you crazy? No, no. I mean, it was like it was per episode that led up to No. I think no, I, I it, thought was a, it was it was like a flat rate. Doug doesn't read contracts for anything. This no, is like I'm pretty sure I remember it. It really the, truly oh, maybe wasn't that was Doug. like the next one. That was the next one. Gotcha. I love my husband to death. And this is why we do have monies because I manage all of the money. And the reason why we have money is because I'm from a trailer park and I'm I never had a lot of money. So first of all, I know it doesn't take a lot of money to live. Like you can live without having a ton of money. Mm -hmm. And also I've never had a ton of money and I don't really I don't know. I'm just like there's no reason. I don't know. I like to save. I want to be able, I would love to be able to live not paycheck to paycheck. And we've finally like yeah. kind of crossed that off. And so now I'm like, I would love to be able to have a huge nest egg in the bank yeah. for a rainy day or for when our kids go to college. Like, or like I would when we want to travel. Or if or we want to travel. Yeah. Like we work very, very hard. We literally today, we shot an episode of Married at First Sight and we're sitting on our bed podcasting now. So 
okay, Doug's like, wrap it up, Jamie. But basically what I'm trying to say is that we're not rich, that's for sure. And you don't get rich off of reality TV show. You really don't, unless you're like maybe... I can't think of any show that pays like some astronomical amount of money for you to be on their show. Definitely not Merida for a site. I'll tell you that right now. Well, I mean, you're talking about not reality shows. That's yeah, what, not that's reality shows. Is. If you're an actress, of course you're making money. But um, we're not actresses or actors. Mm-hmm. We are very, very blessed. You know, the truth of the matter is, is that Doug was in a lot of debt. And I think, you know, Doug, you'd admit that, yeah. I mean, we were buying our first home and weren't able to buy it because we found out that he had over $50,000 of debt that he wasn't even aware of. It was Yeah, a, there it, was a lot that was just accumulated over time. Yeah, so we took our down payment, yeah. which we had both put in 50-50, and we paid off his debt. So that's something I did for you. I mean, I paid over $20,000 for your debt. Yeah. And that really obviously... To get a square. Yeah, that was really... Uh, to get a square, what does that mean? Like to get me square, just yeah. to get us... You know. But he, like, does so much more for me. Well, you got me a diamond ring. Wasn't, you know. Anyways, <laughs> this is not a You're still back on the first assumption? Yeah, I guess so. I, I told you that one really <laughs> hit me because I'm like, what do I do for you? Like, it really broke my heart, and I want to do more for you now. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not kidding. But anyways. I'm going to start keeping a list. The next thing, so we can move on from the assumption that we're rich. We're definitely not rich. We are no longer living paycheck to paycheck, which we're very proud of. But I'm also, like, almost embarrassed to admit it loud because... I'm not quite sure why, but on to the next assumption. Well, before you go to the next assumption, I did want to go back to the first assumption because when I was going to the bathroom and I was taking a number one, I was thinking that something that you do for me is you make me a better parent and you make me a better person, like just for being who you are. How? You make me want to be better for you, for the kids. Like that's a huge thing that you do for me. Thank you. Yeah. That's really sweet. Yeah. That makes me feel better. (laughs) I do something for you. No, I want to do something. I want to do more for you, though. Like, I used to do a lot for you. I feel like, for example, that trip to South Africa. Yeah, that was good. (laughs) But I haven't, I mean, I can't give you a trip to South Africa (laughs) all the time. It was really expensive. And we have kids now, but I'll figure it out. Anyways. You went skydiving with me. I've done a lot of crazy things for you. Like, (laughs) Skydiving. Ghost hunting. Yeah, I've done a lot of crazy things for you. But most recently, I've just, you know, I have really have been kind of like all consumed with our children. Um, But anyways. Okay, so another assumption is that we'll be working on baby number three soon. And that's a pretty positive assumption. Although someone said, (laughs) I assume that now that you have two kids, you may not have the four or six. And I was like, no joke. We just had a conversation the other day about... I'm saying three tops now. It is a hard, hard life. Like one kid I can, that's yeah. that's like easy. Because I, I just think that we're going to start for baby number three, probably like a year or two down the road. That's something that'll probably happen. If it happens earlier, it happens earlier. I want to start but, trying immediately. But let's say that. Because we could have troubles, Doug. Yeah, but let's say that it goes like a, a little bit. Do I want to be 40 and start another newborn. I don't think I do. I think that I'd be done. I think I would want to just enjoy the ones we have. And I don't know if I would want to start a whole new cycle of newborn, breastfeeding, taking care of everything and 
I don't know how I would feel about like I might be just tired. I'm really tired too. Though. I might just be tired. By like then. today, we went to the beach as a family of four for the first time ever. It takes two hours to get out of the house. It took us all day to just get to the beach. Yeah. Then when we got there, we unpacked everything, got settled. Yeah. We couldn't and even Hendrix, enjoy it. Yeah, like Hendrix needed to eat, so I'm sitting up. You know, in the shade, feeding mm-hmm. Hendrix. You're in the water with and I Henley. Can't even, I can't even enjoy the water. Well, I thought. You I mean, had we a good had. Time. We did. We had a good time, but I couldn't like ride any waves. I couldn't do anything I wanted to do. Yeah. Well, the thing is about it is that like I don't Henley know. Can't swim yet, so it's you know. Yeah. It is Anyways. What it is. Maybe we're just complaining now. Now they're like, <laughs> right. you're making... Thank I you assume, for that assumption. I assumed you guys are great parents. Uh, we're like complaining that at the beach, <laughs> like all we have to do is take care of our kids. But <laughs> on to the next one. Actually, Jamie, before we get to the next assumption, I do want to mention something that I've been listening to in the car with Henley and Hendrix, and that's the Disney Hits playlist. If you enjoy the magic of Disney, you can get the Disney music anytime, anywhere. You can simply say, Alexa, play Disney Hits or stream Disney Hits on your favorite music service. It is amazing. Everybody has their favorite Disney song. Mine is a whole new world by Aladdin and I know I get made fun of for it a lot but that's my favorite and everybody has one and my other favorite is zippity doo da zippity I'm gonna stop singing right there but again you can get the Disney hits playlist on any streaming music service simply say Alexa play Disney hits it's the happiest playlist on earth you know, now that we have a unfurnished house in Florida, we've been looking at a lot of apps where people sell stuff. So we've been doing thrift stores. We've been going to people's houses to check out like outdoor furniture. And now more than ever, we've been using PayPal. And now that everything has sort of changed in our world, I am amazed at how many places you can find and use PayPal, whether it's sending or receiving money. It's the fastest and easiest way. Ever. I mean, I literally use PayPal with my sisters. Like if we go out to dinner, I'll just PayPal like my portion because I don't ever have cash. <laughs> yeah. You know, and if you haven't used PayPal or if you are familiar with PayPal, you can stay connected with the people that you love or complete strangers that are selling outdoor furniture quickly, securely send money to friends, family, just about anywhere in the world. It is super convenient. Support the places and causes you care about the most. You can use PayPal for fundraising. You can use PayPal to donate to your charities. You can really, really do a lot, especially with nonprofit support. And it doesn't matter where you are in the world. You can do it across the country. So PayPal is making it super easy to pay safely, quickly, and easily. Definitely download the PayPal app today terms and conditions apply. You know, we definitely packed a lot when we came down to Florida and a lot of stuff that I kind of left at home, like my deodorants and my hairspray and everything else. But Jamie certainly didn't forget her native deodorant. I absolutely love native deodorant. And let me tell you something exciting. They now have plastic free packaging. It is amazing because I'm just like really, really big on if I can be good for the environment. I stopped stepping on ants. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going out of my way for that. (laughs) 
I'm going out of my way to stop using so much plastic for real, though. I'm yeah, not kidding. And so the cool thing about Native is that now they are offering plastic-free packaging. And the plastic-free deodorant will be available in five different scents for men and women. My all-time favorite, as you guys probably already know, is coconut and vanilla. I'm telling you, that deodorant is amazing. You think natural deodorant, you think, okay, yeah, sure, it doesn't have like the aluminum or any of the bad stuff in it, but you're going to stink. That's just what I thought for sure. I'm telling you, native deodorant, get coconut and vanilla if you're going to try it because that stuff freaking works. I don't stink with it. You smell good. So yeah, so this is also the introduction of natives. Plastic Free by 23 initiative that aims to provide sustainable packaging options for all their products by the end of 2023. And they also have pumpkin spice latte collection. And there is a whole latte to be excited about. (laughs) Well, it's only available for a limited time. Yeah, I mean, it's for the holiday or for the season. So Native first introduced the pumpkin spice latte as a novelty scent for deodorant in 2017. And now it's become one of the most anticipated launches every single year. So what does it smell like? It has pumpkin, cinnamon, nutmeg, and clove. And Native is absolutely risk-free to try. Every product comes with free shipping within the U.S. plus 30-day free returns and exchanges. And if you don't believe us, check out their over 14,000 five-star reviews. You can do what I did and make the switch to Native today by going to nativedo.com slash HMCP or use the promo code HMCP at checkout and you're going to get 20% off your first order. That's nativedo.com slash HMCP or use the promo code HMCP at checkout for 20% off your first order. And like I said, definitely try coconut and vanilla. If you're not sure which kind to get, get coconut and vanilla. It is the best. It's my favorite. Okay, so here we go. You get packages all the time. Too much mail. That is so true. We get a lot of people and brands who send us stuff and they want us to share it with our followers. And honestly, if it's a really good product or- We'll share it. Yeah, 100%. And if it's not, then I just politely say, oh, that's not going to work out, you know, (laughs) for me right now. Like, for example- no joke. Someone sent me, asked me if I would do a collaboration with them. And what I mean by that is like they pay me to share about their product. And, you know, I do a lot of collaborations on my account, which has obviously helped our finances and whatnot. And I think it's amazing. Like I get to work with like Fisher Price and Gerber and these amazing brands that I use and love anyways. And I just get to be able to share about them kind of like, I mean, this is like a far fetch out there, but I'm saying like, kind of like how Jennifer Aniston does a commercial on TV. Like I'm just Jamie Otis, and I actually genuinely love the product. I'm sure Jennifer Aniston, she probably just gets paid to do the commercial and is like, whatever. But like, (laughs) you don't get paid an awful lot, but you do make enough, and it has really helped our finances. But anyways, so we get things like people want to send us stuff all the time. And And it doesn't mean that we don't like it if we don't share about it. Well, this one, I... No joke, Doug. It was a lift your chin, like a facelift, essentially. It was a mask. And I'm like, first of all, I call BS. Like nothing's going to lift your chin. Like no face mask. You should have given it to me. I would do those things. Doug, no, I wouldn't let you because it's, I wouldn't want anyone to buy that. Like don't believe that kind of spam. Like it just (laughs) feels like wrong. Also like something that's going to guarantee you to lose weight. I'm never, ever going to share anything like that because- 
I just don't think that's healthy. And I would never share anything. I don't care how much they offer to pay me. I would never share anything that I don't believe really works. Like for example, well, that's like a good enough example. And I think we're taking way too long sharing these, (laughs) but, um, yes, we get packages and people want to send us stuff. Sometimes I have to politely say, you know, I'm sorry. I don't want to accept it. And then you send me something and I don't have time to share about it. Plus we love sharing with you guys. We love sharing our personal lives with you guys. And we don't want to just flood yeah. our exposure as just ads or just, yeah. you know, like, but anyway. No, but like, I hope that you know that I would never do an ad just for the money. Like, I would always stand behind the product. And these people bought the facelift thingy that was like a face mask. They were offering me like a lot of money, like more than just a hundred. It was like in the thousands. And I politely said, no, thank you, because I just can't, I can't get behind that. Like, I just don't even believe it. I don't actually use it. So... Not going to do that. Okay, so then the next one is from Sierra Williamson, and she says, I feel like you kind of forgot about Gracie after the baby was born. So not true. First of all, that one hit me in the hard spot also because, and I could just probably cry because I feel like she's talking about me. Because <laughs> no, of, she, no, she's not. And, and Well, someone else said that they think that you're with Henley all the time, and I'm like, well, I mean, what kind of a mom do you think I am? No, no. And I could attest to the fact that you're with both of them equally, but... Obviously, right now, how could you be with Gracie all the time? You know, like Gracie was our world. Gracie was our life. She was the only child here for a while, you know? And now Hendrix is here and, you know, Hendrix needs that newborn attention. Exactly. He can only survive with us paying attention to him. And And Henley hasn't really missed anything. It's just a little bit less of attention because it's now divided but, which honestly but if you're not with her i'm with her yeah and if i'm not with her you're with both of them and it's just yeah, yeah. but honestly i i do want to address this so sierra i want to assume that you don't have kids because i feel like you would understand maybe if you've had kids before like yeah it's just that of course i love my daughter and i'm still with my daughter i don't think she meant <laughs> anything by that you don't have to she get, says you don't have to I feel like you kind of forgot about Gracie after the baby was born. (laughs) I don't know how else you can take that because that was just hurtful. But anyways, letting that one go. That is not true. I'll just tell you that right now. I still love my daughter immensely. On to the next one. G Elizabeth one. She says that your husband doesn't cook. So she assumes that you don't cook, Doug. Well, well, well. I know how to cook. Do you, Doug? I do. I love. I've made some great meals for you. But. My job in the beginning of our relationship prevented me from coming home and cooking a dinner. I can cook. What about I've now? I've made stuff. I make a lot, but we keep everything simple now. Like I would love to make an extravagant <laughs> meal, but you know, when you have two kids and when you have to eat before seven, you know, raviolis is the <laughs> easiest thing to put in. Like that's what I cook. I'll cook raviolis. I'll buy, you know, Frozen prefixed pizza. meals. And I have what I want. Jamie has what she wants. We divide it with the kids. And, <laughs> you know, but, you know, we've been fortunate because we've partnered with some meal delivery services too, which those they things give are awesome. You, yeah, they give you meals to cook and to prep. And I like those because it has gives you all the ingredients. But, you know, like who in their right mind is able to come home and say, okay, I'm going to make Swedish meatballs and a side of rice with a salad, 
you know, when you're not home all day. Yeah, we are both working full time and I know how to cook. (laughs) (laughs) Someone else is getting defensive now. Uh, The truth of the matter is, is that neither one of us really cook. Mm. We love like I have been. But I do like cooking. I cooked a lot in college. Did you, Doug? I did. I made a lot of great meals in college. I, I do, do wish like you it. would cook more. You said that you like to cook. I and do like it. I just, the problem is, though, is he likes to cook with all the fattening stuff and like the unhealthy stuff. And oh. I'm trying to be healthy right now because I'm nurturing our yeah. son through whatever I eat, through my breast milk. So. You know what I also like, though, is I like to cook for events. Like, I, I like, like, oh, like, for, like have a couple people over. Yeah, like that. I like to cook. I like to make like sausage and peppers and, you know, things like that. But go ahead. Okay, this one I have to read. Uh, And we're probably only going to do a couple more of these. This one is the best. It's from Lisa Gerald, and she says, you're one of the nicest public figures. You make my purge cut every time. To me, that is the nicest compliment ever because I always go through to see, like, who's following, who I'm following, and, like, if I really want to follow them still. So, basically, people follow a ton of people all the time on Instagram, and Mm -hmm. then, like, eventually, you're like, crap, I'm following, like, a thousand people, and you're like, ooh, I don't need need to follow this person anymore. I don't even like their stuff. And so, when she goes through and unfollows, because then you can't see the people you really want to see, like, their posts. When she unfollows people, I always stay, and I (laughs) that's, like, very, very sweet because I I know what that's like. Good for you. Kim underscore 1730 assumes that I'm the boss in the relationship. What do you think about that, Doug? I would say that our personalities are uh, even mix. And where I lack authority and anxiety um, (laughs) and where I excel in kind of just go with the flow and being laid back, I think that it just evenly complements. So each you're other. saying I'm authoritative and no, I'm saying we, anxious. I'm saying we balance each other out. It's true. All of the above is true. If that's what you are saying, I would actually agree <laughs> with you. I am anxious and postpartum depression does not help with the anxiety, although I think that I'm getting better. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. I would say I'm getting a lot better. I've really tried to like move my body more. Yeah. And so I've been trying to go for at least a walk a day. And I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but it's something. And I'm also, I was literally eating so much sugar. I mean, I was eating so much sugar to try to cope with like all the things happening in life. I'd be making pancakes at 1230. I mean, not even that, like brownies. And I would eat the whole entire thing, the whole entire batch, except from the edges, because I don't like the edges. I like the inside. And I would literally eat the whole thing plus like half a gallon of milk at night. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I was just really addicted (laughs) to sugar and milk. And since we've been here in Florida, which has been now like three weeks, I've really just like cut myself off cold turkey. And like, it's just not healthy. It's not healthy. I'm feeding our son. It's just not healthy. So anyways, I'm worried you're getting more like friends. You need to get some romance back. Vienna 64, you have the right assumption. It's very, very true. Natalie Rose 102 says your marriage is rocky sometimes. Yep. You're both right. Yeah, A lot of people's are. Yeah, it's true. But it's true that... We just had a conversation about it. Yeah, we haven't had sex still. And the truth of the matter is, well, someone else said, Jamie, you don't put out. And I want to be like, excuse me, girlfriend. Like, first of all, I had a nine pound, four ounce baby tear me to shreds downstairs. And then at my six weeks appointment, I had to have a uh, colposcopy. So I couldn't have sex again for two weeks. And then I had the leap procedure. I couldn't have sex again for two weeks. And not for nothing, I don't feel like having sex because I'm freaking depressed. <laughs> like, I don't feel sexy. I don't feel hot. I'm anxious. I'm insecure. Like, I don't know. Like, so you're right. I don't put out. 
and it's not that I don't love my husband immensely and it's not that I'm not attracted to my husband. It's that I'm not attracted to myself and then I'm depressed and I feel like I could cry. It feels like a therapy session right now. But that's what it is, which is so sad. And I'm, I'm trying my hardest to figure it out. You know, I'm trying really hard to get better. Like I said, I've cut out the sugar and I'm trying to walk and I'm, I'm eating this brand called Daily Harvest. It has like no sugar in it and it's super healthy. And I'm trying to eat like replace at least one meal a day with that because I know that that's healthier than like, I don't know, pancakes or whatever. So yeah, so there's the fact about that. It's true. I don't put out and we haven't and had I'm sex. Pa- and I'm patient. And he's the most patient man in the world. And I would like to have sex. <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly kind of scared to at this point. I'm not even yeah. going to lie. I would just like to do anything sexual. Maybe we should just do something sexual because at this point it almost feels like the first time again. Yeah. Doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm like almost like shy and I am insecure and shy. I'm a different, I feel like a completely different person after having a baby this time around. I mean, after having Henley, I felt different as well, but like we didn't wait so long. After the six weeks, we pretty much had sex. Yeah. And like literally like almost immediately. And so this time around, it's just been forever and I, I just am like shy and scared and I also didn't have postpartum depression after Gracie. Yeah. It's just, I can't explain it, like the way I feel. And it's not okay. And I'm trying to figure it out. And honestly, this is another thing is I tried therapy, right? So I tried going to my old therapy, the old therapist that I had, who I really, really jived with. And I just really liked her. She now is private and she costs a lot of money and she doesn't take insurance. And so I did go to her once just because I like felt like I really needed somebody. And I was like, I'm going to just pay, like fork over the money and... But then I was like, I, I need to find a therapist who accepts my insurance. And so I went to this woman named Michelle. And I won't say her last name because she just, <laughs> I feel like she just did me wrong. Like, no joke. I had one appointment with her and I said, well, I really like to keep going with Lisa, who was her colleague, because I just really enjoy talking with her. But she doesn't accept my insurance. So I was hoping to kind of see both of you. And she was like, oh, okay, you know. And so then I had the whole session. And then by the time our next appointment came, she called me 10 <laughs> minutes prior to our appointment And she said, essentially, she was like, well, I'm canceling this appointment and you need to decide between me and Lisa. You shouldn't have two. And I was just kind of like, whoa, what? And I felt so rejected. Like I I could see why. I can totally see why. But like, it's the way she did it. I just felt so rejected. Like, like it should have been a conversation that she could have had in person, like on a one-on-one and just be like, listen, Well, no I, one's having anything. I'm, it's all FaceTime I know, but still, like, you can you can be professional enough to give that face-to-face and say, listen, these are the pros and cons, and this is why I don't work with people that have another therapist, and you have to choose. Like, that's the professional. Yeah, way. I don't know. And maybe it's just because I'm sensitive. I don't know. But, like, I just, like, spilled my guts to her about how I'm trying to be happy and I'm, I'm struggling. And then the next time she calls me 10 minutes before and is like, yeah. no, I can't have you. I can't see you until you decide. And when you decide, let me know. And then you can make another appointment. And you I was think like, that she would want the money. I guess she didn't need I the just, copay. I don't know that I just felt so rejected. And so I'm, I'm obviously not going to go see her again. Cause <laughs> so now I'm just stuck without a therapist. Cause I feel like I can't afford Lisa and Michelle. I'm just not going to go see her. I'd say we should probably do two more assumptions. Okay, two more assumptions. Have I quit nursing? This was another really, really big one. And I will never, ever, ever full-blown quit nursing. I worked my tail off, like, while, you know, having custody of my siblings in nursing school. Like, I worked my tail off to become a registered nurse. I absolutely love labor and delivery nursing. But the truth of the matter is, is that I've always dreamed since I was a little girl, I've always dreamed of being a stay-at-home mom. And obviously, it's not in our finances 
for me to be a stay-at-home mom because I do make more money than Doug. And so that's another assumption is that I make more money. And I do. I'm a hustler. Like I will take Mm -hmm. any job that's given to me. I don't care how far pregnant I am. I don't care how early I had my baby. And I don't think that's necessarily healthy. As a matter of fact, Well, you're the one of the most driven people that I know. Thank you. I I think that is a compliment, but I also it's also a bit of a curse. And the reason being is that like, you know, I mean, I literally never took a maternity break with Henley. I never took one with Hendrix and I never get those moments back with my babies, you know, and I feel like I'm way more aware of it now. He's only four months old and I'm way more aware of that this time around. And I'm making sure to have those moments with my babies. But so what I'm saying is that I'm so fortunate that the work that I do I can, like literally I'm podcasting right here, right now, and my son (laughs) is over in the snoo. And it's midnight. Yeah. I mean, okay, so sure, we work long and it's a lot, but I get to do it with my kid right next to me. So I can't do that as a registered nurse. And so for me, it's everything that I'm able to, I'm always going to say a registered nurse. I never know when I might have to fall back on that type of a go to the hospital and be there for 12 hours straight. But the fact that I'm able, and thank you to each and every single one of you listening to this podcast and to each and every one of you watching the YouTube video for just watching and listening because you're supporting us and you're supporting the fact that I'm able to be a stay-at-home mom, a working stay-at-home mom. And -hmm. that is everything to me. I really, really appreciate that so, so very much. So another one is that we have lots of laundry. That's very, very true. That you, not Doug, wear the pants in the relationship. (laughs) Do you think that's true? I don't know if I've seen you in pants in about a year. (laughs) That's very true. (laughs) I don't fit into anything. I don't fit into anything. (laughs) I am wearing maternity shorts right now as we talk in a nursing bra Mm -hmm. and a really, really old tank top. And I think we should do the last and final assumption. Okay, so the last and final assumption is that Doug and you rarely spend quality time alone because of the kids. This is from Jana Navina. Jana Navina. Yeah, it is true. Even when Henley was around, we found it kind of difficult to get quality time together, especially while she was, you know, in the newborn to six, seven month phase just because of that care and attention. But Jamie and I eventually did find time for each other. I mean, we had to schedule it, which we're going to go back to. I mean, we found a babysitter and it's just the times that we're in now, it's very, very difficult to find someone that you trust to be home with your kids. Because if you can't control where they've been, it's very, very difficult to trust somebody to come into your house, to know that they're being safe when they're not in your house and then to be safe with your kids. So now that we have two, it has been difficult to find quality time, but it doesn't mean that we don't cuddle. It doesn't mean that I don't rub her back or get Jamie water or food when she needs to. Like the little things that we can spend these little quality moments together, we'll eventually get back to having, you know, dates, which I think tomorrow we're going to go on our first. Yeah, we're going to go on our very first date sense. I mean, literally probably as long as we've had sex. <laughs> I think you need to wine and dine me, Doug. That's yeah, what's going I guess on. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, but it's just because of COVID and being super duper pregnant and then being, you know, postpartum. I mean, he's only four months. He only just turned four months old. Yeah. And you because know, we read all of your comments, if anybody has any tips or pointers or if you have anything that works for you, please let us know. We're yeah. open to all suggestions. Yeah. 
I'm always like a wide open book yeah. when it comes to any advice because even though like I've obviously already had a kid or I've been married for six and a half years, doesn't mean that I'm a pro at it. And anybody who yeah. thinks they're pros, well, that's like when you need to like <laughs> kind of get knocked off your high horse because there's always something you can learn from someone else. And it's just kind of like how we have this podcast going about the assumptions is because we had some feedback and we love listening to you and hearing from you. And I think it was fun. I think we had a lot of assumptions that were cleared up, some that hit home, some that we'll be thinking about probably for a little bit. But thank you guys so much for reaching out and just the support. You guys are really amazing. And I hope you all are staying well and staying safe. And please wear your mask. Please wash your hands and please wear your mask. Yes. And if you want to find us and follow us, if you aren't already on social media, you can find everything Hot Marriage Cool Parents at our Instagram page at Hot Marriage Cool Parents or visit our YouTube channel where we will be showing the video of this podcast for a little bit. So you can actually see Hendrix in his cute little outfit and you can see us hanging out on our bed and you can see me in my maternity shorts. Yeah. <laughs> and next week we have a phenomenal episode coming up. So make sure you stay tuned to that. Yes. And I actually want to give a quick little plug for next week's episode because I really, really enjoyed this interview. It's with the ladies. They're called at speech sisters on Instagram and they have phenomenal tips on helping your child learn how to talk and if your child has trouble talking different ways to help them so in any case I just wanted to if you have someone or if you know somebody who's struggling with that type of thing or if you're just curious you're gonna really love next week's episode yeah they were fun so again we love you and goodbye